0: in the morning after traveling across a wasteland of pestilence and famine in search of a mysterious object a lone woman finds refuge at seven bowls tavern it becomes apparent after sharing some drinks with a shadowy figure that her arrival was not mere chance as his stories about the artefactum unfold and draw her in her presence at the tavern begins to attract the horsemen One by one, they ride in and fill seven bowls until she decides it's time to bid them all adios. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the The B-Movie Bros. Bros. We review B-movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, here we are, friends. A special
1: review. um, A requested review by uh, Wages of Sin uh, Production Company. Requested by the creator of the film, Dan Beck. Dan Beck, thank you for supporting the show. We greatly appreciate it. So... You, you may be wondering, well, what film did Dan
0: Beck request? Well, the film is titled Arte Factum. It's a 2018 anthology film, and um, we're happy to, you know, review it, tell you what we think. Um, we're going to dive right into the ship with our technical difficulties,
1: top and bottom three. Um, Paul, what do you think? Uh, let's, let's start at the bottom first, get, the, um, get, the, get the, that out of the way so we can get to what's good about this. All righty, go for it. All right. Number three, in general, I'm really not a fan of CGI. I prefer practical effects, if necessary and possible. However, I'm also aware that practical effects can only get you so far in in regards to things like explosions and background effects. Unfortunately, the vast array of multi-billion dollar CGI films makes it difficult not to notice cheaper looking um, CGI effects, which is Just really an unfortunate um, thing going on in modern-day film. Number two, during the action scenes of the film, it seemed like the film would inexplicably slow down just as someone was throwing a punch and striking somebody. It wasn't that bad, but it was definitely noticeable and kind of took away from some of the tension. And number one, I really like the fact that the segments of this... This film were all very different. They took place in different location, different time period, but there were, overall, there were 12 of them, and there were, was just kind of a lot to take in. I think it would have been a little bit better if there were a few less and they were maybe a little bit longer, but, you know, that's just kind of a personal thing. For me, number three, uh, most of the film, I really couldn't tell what time period it was supposed to be
0: taking place in. Um, it skips around a lot. Um, there's at least one segment though, where they do tell you what time period it is and the rest is just a guessing game. I mean, I'd either rather like know for sure when all of them are, or, you know, not know at
1: all. Though I do have to credit the film. At least it didn't have like the, it just say like, you know, 19, whatever, or like here. Cause I, that, that gets obnoxious at times. So number two for me, um, in the one segment, the, uh,
0: the parents just seem to be playing good cop, bad cop with their daughter. I mean, I don't want to throw any spoilers out there because this is a brand new movie, um, so I'll just leave it at that. I'm not a fan of the whole good cop, bad cop routine. Um, number one, I understand the use of a wraparound story. However, in the case of this movie, it seems to take away from the individual segments of the anthology. It slows down the film and really could have just been replaced by you know an opening segment explaining that the artifact about the artifact and you know an end segment to wrap it up you know instead of having it between each and every segment um it just kind of like fills out time i think we could have just you know made it title cards in between the segments and it would have flowed a little better
1: i kind of like when when things have an overall story and there's like things between it just makes the world seem a little bit bigger but uh, it's kind of a personal preference i guess all right so let's get to the top three. Um, number three, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, each segment had a different environment and was set in a different time period. The arte, artefactum is this ancient relic that existed outside of time and space, and its influence spanned the course of human history, so it allowed for a really wide range of settings. You know, Some would take place in medieval England, others would take place in outer space. It was... Kind of an interesting way of going about it, and it really worked with the plot, so I had to give him credit for creativity with that. Number two, I like the fact that one segment would have a positive outcome for some of the characters. There's one in particular where these kids are abducted, and then they're saved by the powers of the artifactum. Then it's followed immediately by one where these people are killed unduly um, and suffer pretty significantly by its power, so it kind of goes with the whole chaotic nature of it, that it doesn't follow any kind of morality, and I kind of like that theme, it's like you weren't really sure what was going to happen, is it going to be kind to anybody, is it going to be horrible to them, it really, there were no real reasons for it, It just kind of existed and, and was really outside of any kind of moral thinking. And number one, since the artifactum has nearly infinite power, literally, Anything could have happened. Like you're never sure what's really going to happen at any point, which kept it interesting. I mean, at one point, Krampus shows up and abducts a kid. And I mean, once you have Krampus in the film, like you just you really don't know what's go- what's going to happen or what you've gotten yourself into. So for me, number three, guilt is um,
0: it's one of the segments of the film, and it it actually like I love how it tells it how it is about documentary filmmakers. And uh, how news stories are actually twisted and turned just to give the rhetoric that, you know, whoever is giving it wants to, you know, show instead of actually just showing the truth. You know, they take bits and pieces and move it around to give you the idea that they want you to know instead of the full truth. Um, and it has a whole ton
1: of references to the uh, Make a Mur- How to Make a Murderer uh, series from Netflix, yeah, that was a good segment. It, it um, you're not sure if the guy did it or not, and like the way he's talking to the journalist, it's it makes it really ambiguous until the very end. And I, I thought that one was handled quite well. Number two,
0: um, th- the artifact's interaction with uh, the kidnapper in the uh, the segment where the kids are kidnapped. Again, I don't want to give any spoilers, so we'll just leave it at that. Number one. Each individual segment is well done and on its own takes on a unique tone or story, which I think would actually do very well as some kind of ongoing web series. So uh, something we really didn't mention, but uh, there are a good, you know, number of great dialogue moments in this film. So let's have ourselves a good old fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us, uh, I guess you're who won this quote war. Um, You can go ahead and start. All
1: right. You're filthier than a pig-eating shit. You! You're such an embarrassment! Guilt and innocent are not black and white. God is merciful. Krampus is not. I can't sell you if I don't know what you're made of. I do not exist to judge. This is more than knowledge. This is power. Your parents weren't supposed to
0: conceive. That ends this episode edition of Quote Wars. When you do see Artifactum, you can uh, leave your favorite quote in the comments below. Or just tell us who won this episode edition of Quote Wars. I think it's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I, I gave it a 4 out of 10. I gave it a 2 out of 10. So, I have to say, Artifactum is an anthology who travels throughout space and time. It's the story of a sphere and how it just so happens to show up in all these different people's lives. While each individual segment holds up very well on its own, The film would do better as a web series, since the whole thing takes a whole, you know, two hours to get through. Each story has its own unique feel, and it really is worth a watch. There are some great visuals and interesting twists from time to time. The special effects are fitting to each segment, and the acting is decent enough for the tone of each one. This is a film that I personally would take better sitting through a
1: couple segments at a time as opposed to the whole thing all at once. All good anthologies have a central theme that each story is a story focuses around. All good anthologies have a central theme that they focus around. And the theme of artifactum was chaos. The ancient relic known as the artifactum served as an agent of chaos, influencing um, the fate of anyone who came in contact with it. Some would find salvation and happiness, while others would be met with pain and suffering. All struggling is futile against the infinite power of the Artefactum. Each segment ties well well into the central theme and helped create a comprehensive and entertaining film. As far as anthologies go, I like it when each each story is connected in some way and isn't just random. And Artefactum really, really tied all of them together quite well. So there you have it, friends. A 4 out of 10 from me and a 2 out of 10
0: from Paul. Now, I think it's time to uh, tell our friends how to drink away the slick. Drink away the slick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the slick. We'll give you some drink games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. <laughs> number one, every time you see the relic, take a drink. Number two, anytime someone is introduced with a title card or captions, take a drink. Number three, every time you hear a new accent, take a drink.
1: And number four, Whenever you see CGI, take a drink. Every time a new person walks into the tavern, take a drink. Every time the woman in the tavern says she, can, she can, can control the artifactum, take a drink. Every time someone is killed, take a drink. And every time you see someone dressed as a monk, take a drink. And those are your ways too. drink away this flick. If you have a film you'd like us to review, you can leave us a message on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com-bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter at Either We also have a section on our website, bmoviebros.com, where you can put in a request for any film you'd like us to review. If you enjoyed the show and, and would like to help support, support us, you can donate to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. Since this was an anthology, I think we should uh, tell what our favorite segment was.
0: Um, for me, it was the segment called Void. Um, it was actually like the space travel segment. You know, it had a very grainy texture to it. Um, it was it had a gritty looking spacecraft, a lot of dramatic dramatic music, and a super retro futuristic sci-fi feel. It really made me like think about like Battlestar Galactica um in, in the sense and uh, I just I really like that kind of stuff so I thought it was cool
1: and uh it was it was definitely my favorite segment that one definitely was really cool it also showed like that the timelessness of the orb because it could be in the future the past really anywhere and it makes you wonder where the tavern's at it's kind of on the edge of time and space but my favorite was, of course, the one with Krampus, which was entitled Krampus... Uh, knocked. Yeah, Krampuschnichel or whatever. Um, I, I just felt that one really showed how r- random and chaotic the artifactum was. I mean, what's more random than Krampus coming out of nowhere and kidnapping somebody? It, it kind of brought it to a new level of absurdity, and I, I really like that fact. So there you have it. We look forward to doing more requested reviews. Um, Until next
0: time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.